good Tuesday morning. This is Michael L. Craver. Michael L. Craver presents on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher now. Everywhere. You should see my email signature with all these places. Look, uh, I hope you're having a beautiful week. It's been great weather. It's a little cooler now. Everybody's wondered about that. They said, oh, you got a theory on that? <laughs> I said, a theory. Look around you. There's less cars on the road. People are working from home. People are doing virtual schooling. So there's less car riders. There's less folks for commuting for, you know, all the professional and educational reasons. There's one. COVID, obviously, the underlying deal. Why is the world cooler? How about less gases going up and getting caught in the greenhouse effect? Those of you who've never looked up the satellite pictures over places, a billion you know, people live in India. I guess it's uh, one point, is it four or five in China? And so out of the Earth's population, almost 25%, right, are, are locked down, staying at home because of the, the, just there, just those two countries. And the satellite pictures over top of India and China dr- dramatically changed just over the course of the month-long, six-week lockdown, cleared the smog out of the air and you wonder why there was a cooling spell in May as opposed to, yeah, I mean, it's really simple. You don't put a bunch of carbon in, in burn up things that are going to accelerate the earth, right? That's what friction and heat's all about. You put a pot on the stove full of water. I know you guys have been to science class. You put the heat underneath of the water. The molecules start slamming together and all that friction creates the, the bubbles, the steam. The heat, right? And when you're not out there burning all this crazy fuel up and you're not out there just tearing up the air with the factories, right? Because you shut down work, you stop putting all that bullshit in the air and water. Guess what happens? It gets a little cleaner. The water can break down the pollutants and trees can tear up that carbon dioxide. Now, it's going to change just a little bit, right? Because you got all these wildfires that happen, and that's a cycle of the earth, right? Wildfires have been happening my whole life. Regardless of how hot the planet is, there's been some burning. It does change based on the amount of characteristics that are going on out there with, with heat, with dryness, with droughts. With I mean, there's been years where there's been super droughts, and then they have a hell of a hard time fighting those fires, along with the fact that the heat accelerates the... Um, rate at which the fire can spread and if if you've never watched and you know some people are real difficult they're real um, non-believers are the things that Al Gore talks about in, in 2006 he's got the inconvenient truth I think it, I believe it's 2017 where he's got the the, uh, the inconvenient sequel uh, and I mean it, it, the reality of it is that if you're a I guess those are entomologists, E-N-T-O-M-L-O-G-I-S-T. The entomologists are the people who are on like the, when they, William Peterson, who developed an executive producer, and he stars, he's he's Grissom, in the CSI TV show, plays an entomologist for the uh, crime scene investigator, right? And what he does in some of the episodes is he gets this expertise in, you know, how, Larvae and, and the development of, of different insects and creatures and bugs and the accelerated rate at which they might break down a body so he can tell 
you know, where the body was and the timetable of this, of when they became deceased and all that stuff. So, uh, but that sort of study is what brings you part of the puzzle of spreading things like COVID and spreading any other disease. If it's malaria, if it's the migration patterns of said insects, bugs, birds, whatever, because as the climate changes, it makes it easier for those things to live in more places, right? You've opened the doors up. The birds don't have to migrate if it doesn't get cold in the winter. And guess what? You know, those bugs that don't like the cold, well, the less places it's cold, the more places they can live. So, when you're looking around and you're wondering why it's so cool and you might actually get some some rainfall, you might get some snow this winter, you can thank coronavirus for, like, I'm wearing a hoodie this morning. And I, you know, if you're on my social media or whatever, I don't think I put this on the Instagram. On the, It's M-L-C-P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. MLC Presents on Instagram. The um, chance to wear my leather jacket this past weekend. I didn't know what to do with my weekend. What are you supposed to do? Been working in restaurants forever. Never have Saturdays off. Always blocked off Sunday for the kids or family or just a day to take the top off. Release the pressure valve on them. A pressure cooker. Get the steam off. Get down to the substance like I talk about, right? And COVID-19 is going to be the culprit behind that right now. Slowing down. You want to, you know... Go for a hike and all the stuff that you're doing. Oh, I can't believe it. Can you not? Well, there's where it is. If you're working in different businesses that are essential or that are thriving because of COVID, you know, hopefully, hopefully if you're at home, you're stuck at home, you can't go out to eat, you're not doing the 50% capacity, you're giving your money away to DoorDash and GrubHub and whatever, then I hope that you've <laughs> taken the time to get on the YouTube or the Food Network, whatever, and increased your culinary, uh, f- your functional skills for cooking, right? That you've learned how to do this and not to do that and improved uh, the well-being of the people around you by the quality of the food they're able to consume, especially if you're the one you're the one making it. And if you're not the one making it, do the Michael Craver. Be assertive. Jump up. Hey, honey, can we try it this other way? And the song, The Good Stuff, by Kenny Chesney, he talks about eating burnt suppers for the whole first year. Yeah, something like that. That's what you don't want to happen while you're <laughs> while you're sitting at home for COVID. Just stuck at home. You want to have some, some creature comforts and some delight. I know a lot of people order out because of that. But think about that. That's where you teach a man to fish, right? Well... That's always been my thing. If I show you how to do something and then let you do it, that's the, the four-step deal. You talk about it, you show them, you do it with them. Now they do it on their own. All right, well, take the time, man. If you're going to have life skills, have life skills that you are, are have an accelerated ability to do and perform. Don't just sit there and go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some writing. Okay, well, do you understand, you know, the beginning, the ending, the idea of how to translate? You know, this is a traditional, like, you have the first paragraph, you have your three ideas, three body paragraphs to communicate idea one, two, three, and then you 
than in conclusion, right? And if you have sentence structure and you know a little bit about grammar, you buy a copy of the Chicago Code, or maybe you're going to Grammarly.com, maybe you're just running it through the spelling and grammar check. It's not the most thorough thing, but it's, it's not a bad place to start, all right? That'll help you with that writing and the quality of writing. And it'll also help you sit back and be able to just relax to get your ideas out. You can look at them and think, man, I'm prepared. This thing that I'm writing about right here, I've got it down pat. Somebody goes to argue with me, I'm going to paintbrush them with the legal pad it's written on. Well, you could, really, if you know what you're talking about. You could sit there and, and write a whole essay about, you know, the existence of aliens. Now, they may come back and say, well, where's your evidence or, you know, whatever. And this is, this is, it'll, it'll be an interesting exchange. But if you are passionate about something, your, your feelings that you want to communicate to somebody otherwise, that is the way to do it. And when you do it in this incoherent, well, I, I say it's incoherent because it doesn't have structure. Right to me, you're disqualified. This if you turn this into an English teacher, would they just look at it and reject it based on formatting? Okay, and think about it like that, because that's what it is. Like if you're doing mathematical stuff and you write three plus three equals six, but you write it like diagonally and the equals are at forty five degrees, somebody might look at that and be like, "What's okay? We got to turn this paper. What's going on here?" You want to make sure that what you're doing is presented well. Even if you're just typing something up on Facebook and social media, if you sit there with no capital letters, no punctuation, it's just a string of lowercase letters that form words, but it's just, you know, calls I feel like this. is That's not going to do you any favors because people get lost in that. It looks like a fucking word search. All the words match. There's no punctuation. There's no nothing. There's a few spaces in there, but it looks like a word search. Oh, you get what I'm saying. I don't get what you're saying. It's, it's ridiculousness to think that somebody poured public education dollars into time that you then spent in a classroom other, or otherwise, and this is what we got out of it. And if you didn't finish school, you just didn't care, you got into trouble, you got pregnant early, there's nothing stopping you from picking up you know, a, a, all kinds of free advice. I mean, hell, educational websites are basically giving away most of the materials, especially from colleges and, and uh, liberal arts departments and stuff. Where you can jump in there and grab all this useful information. Now, no, here's the here's the catch to that: you got to know good information from bad information. You got to start learning what works and what don't work, and where to get your advice. You're listening to me for advice. <laughs> you might need to look somewhere else to get your advice. Yes, I'm thoroughly informed on stuff. We have a a big divide between me and other folks because I base my decisions on the best information available to me. And people will look at me and they say, that's what you think? You think the earth's cooling down because of COVID? Uh-huh. And I'll say, well, if you have a different theory, that's great and we'll hash it out. But, you know, the reality is I'm not attached to my, you know, I don't have a bias because of something. I'm not financing the opinions that I'm, you know, it's it's not me and I'm unusually defending something that is, you know, intentionally wrong or malicious. I have the best information available to me. And when I get better or different information that is more efficient, guess what? That becomes my information. And then we go from there. 
It's like your refrigerator. I, I treat it like my refrigerator. I talk about how life, your personal life, is like a business. It's like inventory. When stuff goes bad, you throw it out and you restock it with the good stuff. And it's real simple. Real simple. Well, that's not the way my grandpa used to do it. <laughs> no, it's not the best way now. You're not plowing the fields with a hearth and a mule. You know, I mean, you could do it. it. It's not, you know, the most efficient thing in the world. Is it? But it makes me feel good. All right, good. Then go spray paint stuff underneath an overpass. That lets that, you know, artist feel good. He's up there spraying those aerosol cans, just kicking that shit up into the greenhouse. And that's fine for most people. It's pretty. They're just kids. And there is a certain amount. I've talked about this at great length in my writing. A few amount of people can live recklessly. And the planet will be just cool and fine. It will not change the cyclical patterns, the climate, or anything, right? But when you got 8 billion people who are living however the fuck they want. Significant influence. Those ideas clash, and you can't get to the bottom of anything. And 8 billion people living recklessly will wreck the whole thing. One kid in the car can cause a ruckus, and that's fine. But if everybody in the car causes a ruckus, something's going to go wrong. That's hell on wheels, and that's going to be a recipe for disaster. People aren't paying attention. People, you know, you're ignoring the lane changes and signals and speeds. And you may not even mean to do it, but that's where accidents happen. And they're more likely to happen that way. You could say, oh, well, yeah, this one guy, he threw a milkshake on the windshield. We couldn't see. We crashed in an 18-wheeler. It was one guy. You're wrong, Michael. And I said, no, I just go where the statistics, like where the numbers lead us, right? If if more if this is more frequent and you have a big sample pool and it's legitimate data, right? Then here's the thing that's more frequent, right? What's the best thing at your restaurant? Filet mignon, ribeye, wood grilled salmon. I don't fucking know. Like those are the things we sell the most of. Got to be the best. Well, that ain't, no, that's not necessarily true because the best is is extremely subjective. You know, it's it's an abstract idea. I could tell you that I think the whatever pasta is the best. We don't sell most of it, sell a good amount of it. But if you're not going based on sales or some other number that you can stack up, then it's all just, I love blue, I love purple, I love green. And I okay, what does that mean to me? You know how many times females will come out in the dating process? What is your favorite color? What kind of music you listen to? I don't know, something vibrant and something good. What the, what the fuck do you want to hear? This is not a kindergarten entrance exam. Like, are we picking stuff out of a crayon box? Are you buying me a hoodie and you need to know what color it is? I don't understand. Generally speaking, people who are adults like color schemes and patterns and styles, which is a complicated mess when it comes to your favorite color, because maybe what you like is something that's mixed with other, right? It's a blend. You don't just like one ingredient. Well, you know what I love? I love Lowry's. Lowry's season is the best. All right, well, why? What are you putting it on? Well, you can put it on french fries. You put it on steak. You put... Right, it's a complicated answer because it's the most vital and functional thing. It's got diversity and it's got all this dexterous complexity to it where you can sit there and, and use it for all these different It's for all these different things. My brother, huge fan of the... Um, the batteries and things that can change voltages and, and the 
many different functions that they now do where you have these power tools. If you have a, a weed eater or a blower or, you know, a drill, saw, I mean, almost anything that you can buy that you could plug in, it's in your shop, you can buy and stick a battery on. That's not, okay, now that's not true for like a drill press for heavy non-movable equipment. But anything that's mobile, a blower, whatever, you know, they, they, they got a battery pack. And a lot of them have these voltage changes that you can put them through. And my brother, he adores that stuff, you know. And he finds new and innovative ways to hook those things up and charge phones and do weird stuff with them that you wouldn't think, right? And and people get on YouTube and they call those life hacks. But the reason that those things are people's favorites and that they like them is because of the increasing layer of possibilities they have. I mean, if you're looking for a partner or you're looking for a co, you know, somebody you're going to hire to be your coworker, you be your apprentice, whatever, you look for someone who has potential and not just potential to to do one thing, but the potential to branch out. When I've been asked, Michael, where you want to be in five years? And I'll say, I don't know, I'll be a good, you know, influence. My, uh, I'll have two kids. Uh, what, two? I'll at least have one in, one in uh, college age range uh, and ability. You know, he'll be graduating and able, and then my daughter will be ready. Anyway, um, I said, you know, it'd be good to give them good advice and, and sit back. That's all. Like, well, I'm a, my personality type is INFP-A. Um, at least that's what the that's what the science says, right? And you know, one of the things about that is the the spontaneous planning and you know not having the yeah I set up goals, but they're more like weekly goals, and I'll accomplish them sometime in the next seven days. But I don't you don't know what the world's gonna do in five years. Well, I want to work from home, and podcast is going to be my number one thing. And I don't know. You know, a lot of the stories that I get for podcasting are because I live this single social um, sort of existence. Digital media has made it possible. Years ago, uh, people would tell me, you know, you're really funny. You say stuff, you, you know, you react, you're witty. You got, you know, I've got prepared material and stuff too. But it's one of those things you should take it up to the comedy hour. And I said, no, and I've told this story before. I said, I want to travel and I want to do that stuff. Like, that's not for me. I was wrestling before. It, we put a hell of a lot of miles on our car when we were working in law enforcement and stuff. And just, like, I'm not, I just don't like that. I don't like being away from, I don't know, uh, home base is a good way to say it. I mean, it's like you're playing tag or something with the world or hide and seek with the world. You got these situations where you know people i love to travel and this and that and the other. I'm like, well now you're paying to stay one place and you're still paying money at home and you just, well now you're only being one place at once i ain't saying you got to move or take your stuff with you everywhere but i mean the other, other animals don't ever other mammals and stuff like they don't operate that way they migrate and so forth but you know they don't of course they don't look at it in terms of owning specific property and having personal wealth you know they're just moving to live i've talked about that a lot you know with you know what's life is all about well if you you know watch national geographic i mean watch your discovery channel 
You breathe, you eat, you live. That's it. It ain't about like whether you can manufacture iPhone XX2 and whatever. That stuff doesn't matter in terms of the world. Yeah, you can change things by, you know, building a house and having climate control in your HVAC system and plumbing and so, right? It's more convenient. But I didn't make it all a good idea. That's for sure. What's on this note here? This will take a turn at the 20 minute mark. Transgender versus stolen valor. Walking a wolf or a dog. Transgender trial. Oh, you know, I don't know if. Um, I'm rather curious about this. It's a note I made to myself. I was just rambling one day. And I said, uh, you know. You ever seen the military videos on YouTube? It's called they call it stolen valor. Now the Supreme Court says that's not true. I want to be very clear about this. Stolen valor is if what they determine is if I dress up in a military uniform and then I go out and try to receive the discounts and various things that would go along with having been an armed services member. If I just want to dress up in uh, a military outfit that I bought from a surplus store, I can do that. And I walk and stroll and whatever I want. That's the reality of it, right? You you paid good money at a retailer for this stuff and that's it. But if you're not receiving any actual, you know, armed forces benefits, then it is what it is. Now, I don't see a lot of people dressing up as, as you know, you would be impersonating an officer. Could you run around in a security outfit with a badge and a gun and look like an officer? Yes, you can. But you can't be pulling people over and detaining people, you know, right? Now, I guess you could make a citizen's arrest as a security guard, and it would be the closest thing you could say to, like, impersonating an officer unintentionally or something. But, you know, um, the stolen valor thing is, is funky on YouTube because people look at it, and they everybody who's running around, and they'll tell yep, yep, that's right, ladies. I used to be in the Marines. Kill 14 guys with my bare hands. And I'm single. Just I just want you to know I'm single. And they, you know, they, they'll use it for different things. And sometimes they dress up like that and they go to church. And then people automatically assume that they served. And they walk over and they say, thank you for your service. And they salute them. And they, you know, and if you were a guy who just said thank you, um, I don't, I, I suppose there is harm in that. Because you're, you're basically accepting something that's meant for somebody with different credentials. But... I, I was having this this uh, discussion, and I said, uh, "Trans, you know, transgender people—that's stolen valor." And they were like, "What? Wait, what?" And I said, "Well, stolen valor is the Supreme Court says you can dress up however you want as long as you don't get the benefits. If you're a guy who says I'm I'm a woman, and you go run track and field and break the state records and stuff because you don't want to compete against men, that's like stolen gender." I mean, think of it this way. You're walking your dog. And the guy says, that's a nice dog. No, it ain't. It's a wolf. I can clearly see that this, it's a wolf. Wolf, wolf. Stay away from my wolf. <laughs> this, what, 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 this is clearly a French poodle. What are you talking about? He's not a wolf. He's a wolf. That's how he identifies, as a wolf. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Yeah. And you think, well, <laughs> he's a four-legged animal with fur, and 
he's if he's a wolf, he wouldn't be a canine anymore. He'd be a different species. But you what so you're you're wanting to change his DNA sequence. Oh. Well transgender people are basically saying that you've changed their DNA sequence. At least they identify that way. Stolen Valor. Here's a guy who's not a federal employee. He's not in the armed forces, but he he appears to be in the armed forces. But he doesn't really have the background for it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let's ask this. Young man identifies as a woman his whole life. Take him out of his element. He's living in a city where bad things happen. And he is disposed of in the desert. So he meets an unfortunate demise. Lived his life as a woman. Identified as Lucinda or whatever. Now, when the folks find him and they identify his remains and they talk about, you know, here's what we found. We found this and here's his bone structure and his DNA and his sequence. And his... All right? Right. Now, what's the coroner, what's the medical examining person going to put down in their notes and, and when they fill out his death certificate? He's a male this age. This You know, here's their best information. And you're going to look at them and say that they're wrong because they used the science to formulate that opinion and then put out the information to see if there's been a missing person or anybody gone out of their, you know, norm and, you know, maybe they've disappeared. Hmm. Well, they wouldn't be wrong. No, they're not wrong. They're just using the science. Same way the veterinarian's going to look at that French poodle, and he's going to say, mm-hmm, your French poodle is doing very well. You might want to think about trimming her nails. And What are you talking about? He is a wolf. He's a, what? No, he, ma'am, I'm a veterinarian. I just, we're not going to have this discussion. <laughs> he's a wolf. Wolf, wolf, stay away. <laughs> okay. And I just can't, like, for the life of a picture of this. You put pictures of, of this French poodle on your social media and you're you know, trying to get him into wolf groups and dress him up like he's going to eat the uh, Little Red Riding Hood or whatever. And people just look at it and they go, What's, whoa, 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 what? What's going on here? And that's just how I look at it. It's just it's just like this this strange thing. I mean, the Stolen Valor thing is is very much the same. You say, here's this guy. He was, you know, he's been a mechanic his whole life or, you know, whatever he did with his time. And now he's out on the corner and he's, you know, he's talking and walking and he's wearing BDU pants and a field jacket and he's dressed up like he was in the military. He bought a military outfit, but he ain't in the military. I mean, the people who do drag shows, and, and a lot of those are, are gay men, but they go out and they perform as women. They're playing a role just as much as Denzel Washington and Devil in a Blue Dress, whatever. And you can look at that and say, that's interesting. That's theater, right? The show's over. All right, get out of your wardrobe and, and go back to your real life. But for some people, the show ain't ever over. You know, the lights and the camera, they're always on, you know. And I think about that and I go, man, that's just... What a confusing lie that has to be. Well, it ain't a lie. That's how they identify. And if you don't, if I don't what, if I don't go along with 
you know, you saying, you know, there's a lot of guys who think they're bad motherfuckers, and they're going to go out, and I'm bad, and I'm going to go to the bar, and I'm going to beat somebody's ass. And they go, and they bark, and they bite, and they, you know, pick somebody weak to fight, or, you know, maybe they don't fight, and they cower down, or whatever it is. Are they really a tough guy because they believe they're a tough guy? Well, yeah, because, no, they're not. I mean, it's not time-tested and, you know, results-approved. I don't know what you're hoping to have out of that situation. I'm a smart man. Based on what? Let's let's do something where we can measure this. Play a game with me. Take a test with me. We're going to measure intelligence. Well, that ain't, that's not everything. Well, in fact, that's how we measure it. Like, you know, what what's your aptitude? What are your skills? What are your life hacks that you've got? You know, what makes you more efficient or intelligent? Forrest Gump sits there and he goes, I'm not a smart man, you know. And I thought, well, there's a guy who lives in reality. Beautiful house, millionaire, Apple investor, Bubba Gump shrimp. Great movie, right? He tells these unbelievable yet true stories. I know a guy like that. He didn't claim to be a real smart man either. But he's all right and he's got some good blue eyes. And... Maybe a good sense of humor about it. But when you say these things, is that stolen? You know, stolen valor is a military term. But I mean, is it, is it stolen gender if you pretend that you're running around doing. Maybe. It's up to you. This is why I have a podcast so I can sit there and say, ask these questions of yourself. You could sweep anything under the rug, just pick it up, sweep that underneath there and go, yeah, it ain't my problem. I don't have to think about it, whatever. But these are things that are going on in communities of your own location, or maybe they've just branched out around you, and eventually they'll filter in. I mean, it, it's not going to be forever until somebody wanders into town and they got some ideas about changing things or protesting or you know doing something silly because they saw it somewhere else. I think everybody's experienced that if it comes down to the marches the protests the school shootings you name it it's it's not like your company no matter where they are right has training and protocol and whatever for active shooters because you never know where it's going to happen this is now like something human beings can do and that's where the the girls pop up in the, the conversations and they say well i don't you know, I had this terrible thing happen, and he was abusive, or so-and-so did something with my phone number, or whatever it is. And they are right. Because now, they've applied the Michael Craver logic to something else. They've said, if if one guy can do this, all guys can do this. Or if all guys can do this, my guy, you could do that. Right? That's, that's their logic. And it's not the end of the world. But... Um, I just look at that and I think to myself, you know, I don't know what what's wrong with that line of thinking either. It is a possibility. And I've talked about this at great length. If, even if it's improbable, it's completely possible. You know, my daughter may run track and field and have the fastest time there is. Freshman year, sophomore year, junior year. Senior year, she's going to break all the records. She's going to run on a scholarship to college. And here comes Jeffrey Lewis, and he, nope, I'm not Jeffrey Lewis anymore, I'm Jacinda. 
and he road runners around the track and beats all the females. And there goes my daughter's, you know, she was going to be in the record books forever. But not if Jeffrey could, I'm, I'm sorry, not if Jacinda or whoever could help it. Now, is that stolen gender? Is that unrealistic? It's happened. Happens a lot. States are starting to ban that kind of stuff and not let people cross over and compete in, in other genders of sports, depending on biology. And nobody's been able to challenge us in the courts and beat it. So this wild way of thinking is not something that the courts are, are willing to uphold. I'll give you another example of that. You may be one of these people who goes and researches all this wild shit about being like a sovereign citizen or whatever and you have the right to travel you're you're not i'm not driving i'm traveling and you try to beat a ticket that way and the courts just look at that and go nope bam and then they (laughs) give whatever punishment out (laughs) because those used to be things that were unique they'd come up in the courts and somebody used some wild thing and there wasn't a way to handle it yet now we have ways to answer these questions Science was unable to explain lots of things for a long time. It was it was a good idea, but there wasn't the evidence and the technology to be able to research the evidence to back it up. Now we're we're finding that. So the more that you look at things, you, you know, he's a climate change denier. I don't know that that Trump denies climate change. He just is in favor of business, and you know, if the EPA is going to let people do wild business, he's going to let people do wild business. And that's, you know, they can do that. They can deregulate it and let people be reckless. They've done it with the banks and everything else. Why they're not doing it with the environment to to follow suit, who knows? But if you're going to let people do stuff like that, you're going to, Monsanto's going to take over the EPA and all the agriculture stuff, right? Their their former employees took the time to um, get into government and... Now they're in those positions of power. Okay. Well, when they change the policies to be a little more reckless, the same thing can happen in other situations. So then the Supreme Court might say, well, you can use any bathroom you want, or you have to bend to transgenders, or you have to be able to let people basically take the new social norms and make them acceptable. Now... Whether or not you agree with those things, it's up to you. But as you have more ways to measure this stuff, it's really difficult for anybody to come around and fight the science behind it. Oh, they ain't doing nothing bad up there in the coal mine. Then they put a canary in the coal mine, and the canary dies, and you look at the guys, and they think about black lung, and you go, oh, wait a minute, whoa, 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 wait a minute, right? You weren't able to do that about a lot of diseases and cancers and things before. You just thought that, you know, there's some bad water in that well. Well, yeah, there's bad water in that well, but it's because a guy came fucking downstream from where they built the dam, and they've got all these pollutants and everything in it, and that's why you got cancer clusters. But you won't know that until you've got the technology to measure those cancer clusters and then put some science behind it. Now you can explain it. Now there's structure to it. Now it's like when you're writing an English paper that's got punctuation and it's formulating ideas with a good format. Right? 
That's what you're looking for, the acceptable format, the academic format, whether you're smart or not. Well, can you do it by the standards of excellence in that field? Hmm. Now you might have intelligence. Now you've you've shown me that you can learn something and do something about it. I just don't think that folks are appreciative of the many structures and the systems that we have in place. And as you let people play and let them be a kid their whole life or let them keep dressing up the way they want or right it not only is it confusing but do you have validity is it is it stolen valor is it why can't my dog be a wolf because we're not going to change the definition of what a wolf is you know people who are zoologists are not going to sit there at the zoo and go you know that looks like a hippopotamus he ain't he's an elephant you know he's not i saw it in a textbook somewhere mm he identifies as an elephant. Oh, yeah? You know, you may identify as someone who doesn't have to go to the bathroom, but I think you're full of shit. You know, and, you know think about it. And then figure out whether or not you are willing to accept, you know, the, the level of theater that goes on around you. Because the more that you're based into uh, functional reality, where you've got measurements and you've got data, you've got all of these situations that you can then base informed, researched decisions off of. Well, then you can understand. Hey, the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. It's going to come through these window panes. It's going to heat up this room I'm working in, and I'm going to take off this hoodie. Yeah, yeah, but it's cold outside. Why would you have to take off your hoodie? Because um, when the sun comes through these windows, it traps... The heat, and it speeds up the molecules in the air and makes this room hotter. And then I'm hotter, and my body temperature rises, and then it's uncomfortable with this hoodie because it's increasing my temperature because it's holding heat in. And he let the heat out. You know, uh, like COVID. So, think about that kind of stuff. Think about cause and effect. You can let people dress up and do their thing. You're going to be a wrestling. Maybe you like professional wrestling. Once you understand it and you see through it, I suppose there's a level of entertainment to it. But if it stays real to you your whole life, mm, what's that old song from Sticks? You're fooling yourself and you don't believe it. Why must you be such an angry young man? Your future looks quite bright to me. I've always appreciated Dennis Young. That's, that's music my dad introduced me to. If you wonder why there's not an episode 19, it's because it's going to be for my dad, and I'm going to record it sometime this week. I hope you're enjoying your Tuesday. I'm going to take this hoodie off because it's heating up fast, and it's time to work, and it's 8 a.m. But I hope the rest of you guys are enjoying yourselves, enjoying a few stories. I hope you're doing a lot of thinking because the more messages I get about these podcasts, and I've, I told you I'd do a Q&A, the more I think, you know, I look out my window, I see all these people walking. Maybe it ain't so bad out there after all. <laughs> because the more folks who interact with me, and maybe, we have, maybe we're like-minded or you just enjoy what I'm saying, uh, the more I like to think that, you know, we might turn this thing around. It might have took COVID-19 to do it, but uh, we're not going to end up living in hell on earth after all. Have a beautiful Tuesday, folks. Take care.